passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It is 2 Live Jew. Holy shit, that is... I wonder why Bubba's going fucking deaf. What's his mic's turned up? No, or? it's his headphones. Like they're turned up all the fucking way. And he keeps turning it up louder and louder because he can't hear shit. Because he's going more and more deaf, which makes him turn it up louder and louder, which is kind of per it's just an endless cycle of deafness. It's okay. Hearing aids, you know, there shouldn't be a stigmatism about them. I think that you should be able to wear them, even not the ones that you can hide. The ones that you just put on there, like headphones. like The little cochlear implant things, or like the little tubies. Yeah, just little tubes. don't be afraid. No, you should be afraid. You should you should be afraid. It's, it's not a, you know, it's an old guy look. Or it's a deaf person look, and sometimes those two things intersect. So yeah, I don't, you know, I don't. It's a deaf person look. I think that's really the only part of the deaf person look. So I could see that Spongeo could have that nailed down if he did decide to go that route. But. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good look for him. He's gonna be uh, fifty-eight this year. I wonder if that's a hard pill to swallow. Do you think sixty is old? <sighs> I mean, I know everything is like, I was reading this thing about dictators, or not dictators, I meant world leaders, but they're like, <laughs> 70 is the new 50, just like 30 is the new 20, and 40 is the new 30. Um, I don't really know how we're measuring things like that well, anymore, but... When you were a kid, didn't you, I mean, I imagined, you know, 60, 70 to be like people in nursing homes. So, you know, yeah. now, now when you start to see like people that are around that age... You know, whether it's people that work here, whatever, and you're like, hey, you know, they don't they don't look 60. You know, they look 50. I don't know what it is uh, that what I feel like we people look maybe 10 years better than they used to. Well, that's what it is. It's like this 60 today. Like my mom just turned. Oh, my God. My mom just turned 66. And when my grandmother was 66, I mean, she was, she's was she been a bubby. My bubby was a bubby after, like, 45. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like how people looked in the 60s. They just looked old, even though they were, like, in their 40s. Yeah. <laughs> she, she just fucking looked old as shit. Nobody really worked out. Everyone thought smoking was cool. Cigarettes, that is. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, not a... Not a great look, but I did want to get into this because this is a weird memory to have that will that will stick with me forever. So it's leap year day, which to people like me who are kind of nerdy when it comes to science and time, I guess I think these days are cool. Like it's the it's you get a whole extra day because I'm sure you're aware that the one revolution for the earth is not I'm not aware. 24 hours. No, 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 I'm not I'm not aware. <laughs> I would actually love to know 
the nerdiness behind why there's a fucking leap year and a day and why can't we get rid of it? Why would society wreck if we get decided to get, to get rid of February 29th altogether? Well, what happens is it's not like this year is any longer than any other year. It just we play catch up. So one revolution like for the Earth to spin one time on its axis is not 24 hours. It's 23 hours, 56 minutes and four seconds. And we just use the 24 hours because it would be insane to be like, well, the last hour only has, you know, not a full hour. It just makes it really complicated. Yeah, then we couldn't say everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. We'd have to say everybody has the same 23 hours, 17 minutes, and six seconds. Correct. So it just makes it really confusing. So in order to uh, just have it in even 24, we're like, all right, we'll rack up all these extra minutes and seconds, and then once every four years, we'll give the planet an extra fucking Who day. decides this shit? I don't God, I mean, a scientist. Tyson, I don't know. I mean, come on. Like, who decides that we're spinning at this certain rate and that we need to pick this day to make it up? Anna, for somebody that is as smart as you, to me, on the surface, I've never really, like, dug into February 29th. But now that I'm kind of looking at it, I think it's complete bullshit. How are you not interested in in, in the the cosmos? Because here's the thing. In celestial space sometimes. I believe in all this stuff, but, like, where who, you just, you don't know who decided this you know like well, i don't think it's really anyone that decides it's more like it is what it is and it's uncovered it's discovered it's not really invented it's just kind of is it like nece- no one no one made gravity it's just like it has always well, existed and then some people found out about it so i mean like is Isaac it even Newton. is it even necessary because if we didn't catch up for one day every four years the Earth wouldn't just fall so far behind that, you know, we would get, like, thrown off or something I like that. I think it's to align with equinoxes and things like oh, that, summer solstices. God. You know what I'm talking about? No. Do you know what an equinox is? Yeah, what, where it stays it's sunny all day and there's no, no nighttime? No, motherfucker, no! Oh, okay. the, the, the spring and fall <laughs> equinox are when the daytime and the nighttime are the same amount of time. You get a 50-50 split. And then, during summer and winter, obviously those differ in terms of what hemisphere you're on but for us in the northern hemisphere june 21st is the longest day of the year and december 21st is the shortest day of the year so to kind of align with all that shit again i don't i'm not going to mit you know (laughs) hanging with uh you know the cosmos guys uh, neil degrasse tyson or whatever but i do know that much that it's to align for those certain cosmic events with something as important and mysterious as the universe is we're worried about playing catch up every four years i I think that's bullshit. I think that they're trying to distract us from the fact that aliens are really controlling the axis of our planet. I mean, that's that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I don't know what's going well, on, I but just, I think it's cool. But what I think is even cooler... All the fucking deals out today? <laughs> well, no, fries. no, because it's never like... I mean, the deals that I want, you know, I yeah, want you're not gonna free organic produce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, precisely. So I don't give a fuck. Even though I did I did go to fucking McDonald's on Tuesday. I kind of heard I kind of heard you work yeah, that in during the show. It was fucking... It was so good. Because every once in a while, like, I just allow... Well, here's the thing. I know it's a, it's a guy show typically, but I am a woman. I do have two X chromosomes, and on a monthly basis, sometimes I, you know, blood comes out of my pussy. Oh my god! Makes Anna. me do things Holy like go to McDonald's. Sweet <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> so, so every once in a while, I'm just like, I was about to start getting ready for jujitsu. This was on Tuesday. And I'm like, you know what would be better than jujitsu for me to put my fucking belt and gi down, get in a car, and go to fucking McDonald's. Wow, that's a big move for you. So that I can get some fries and a McFlurry. 
And you did you skipped you skipped I did. Wow. I fucking all that bullshit I talk about. You gotta work hard and fucking get in jujitsu so I can be present and fucking do things and feel the power of my body. No. Some days I'm like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I just wanna be I just wanna be a normal fat American. Can you see how people could enjoy yes! that every day? Yes! yes! <laughs> Motherfucker, let me tell you something. So I the reason why I couldn't go to uh, Bubble 199 on Friday is <clears throat> because I was involved in a wedding where we had a rehearsal dinner on Friday and then the wedding on Saturday. Friday night, um, you know, I had my normal like salad for what, you know, it, it didn't really cater to vegetarians, but I made it work. Okay. I always make sure when anyone is worried about what I'm going to eat, I'm like, bitch, I'll eat ice. Don't worry about me. <laughs> I, don't, don't fucking worry about one person's meal for one day. It, it's ridiculous. My, like, my, please don't worry about yeah, me. My, at weddings and shit, I just, I, my, my plan is to always eat afterwards unless there's something there that takes me by surprise. Uh, I'm never planning on eating at the actual event. Right. I mean, at the wedding, I'll eat fucking cake. It doesn't matter. But this was the night before. This was the rehearsal dinner and people were freaking out. And I'm like, I, I'm sure I can just order the salad and say, hold the chicken like it's going to be OK. But she was kind of freaking out. Her dad was kind of freaking out. The bride's out. I'm like, everyone just calm down. So I eat my salad. Everything was fine. And then um, and then they brought out this shit. I, this is ridiculous. I've never had one. They brought out fresh, hot, fresh beignets. Are you familiar with this food item? Uh, yes. Yeah, is that like almost like a dessert kind of? Oh, it's donut? a dessert, motherfucker. Is it like a donut? Kind yes, of? kind of. It's uh, it's powdered? actually fried dough with powdered sugar. Yes, on it. I have had those. Yes, it's I guess a French uh, New Orleans sort of deal. But anyways, <laughs> it was. Uh, the wedding was for Disney people, okay? So everything was Disney themed. There was a Mickey Mouse on everything, and, and the beignets were in the shape of fucking Mickey's head, which, whatever. It is what it is. Did you hesitate before you had one? Because it was unhealthy or because it was in the shape of Mickey? For both reasons. Um, I looked at it, and I just said, fuck it. Like, just be normal. And, and try not to have any food guilt, which is something I'm working on. Was this used to have periodating out still or no? No, this was prior to the period, but I was PMSing. Okay, so, you right. know, it, when you when you're a woman at least for me and I know, most women I know are like, I'm really irregular and I never get it. I get it every single day, fucking same time, same place, whatever. All well, the time. Well, the irregular ones aren't, you know, when they finally do get it, it's quite painful. Yeah, yeah. Or mine is least... never painful. I mean, mine is always painful in in some regard whether it's like my back hurts, my boobs hurt. You're do any stomach hurts. Do any weed? No, not really anymore. I don't. It I don't love helps. weed. Yeah, that's what they say. I, I don't know. Okay. I just I like to take my ibuprofen. I always have it on me at all times. So, but I, but the timing has to be right. Like if I take it when I already feel pain, it's it. I'm fucked. I might as well not take anything at all. But if I can catch it before the pain starts, then it can be intercepted. Okay. You know, sports. You get it. Oh, totally. So the fucking beignets come out, and I'm just like, oh man. Those look really fucking good. And I had one, and I don't think I've ever had... I've had, like, donuts and shit and pastries, but nah. I don't think I've ever had, like, a hot and fresh beignet. Dude, I almost threw my fucking Peter Atia longevity book in the trash. I was like, <laughs> fuck all that shit. Like, I get it. I get it. There's such a huge dopamine spike in my in my brain oh, right now. they're so fucking good, man. They're so fucking good. I'm questioning my whole life. I'm like, this one bite, and by the way, I had two full ones, but which are like two, you know, giant-sized donuts. I didn't care. It, 
I questioned everything I've ever done. I'm like, no amount of running or jujitsu or whatever, eating fucking salads has brought me as much joy as that one bite of beignet. Like, it was so That's good. fucking good. All right, easy, easy. I'm starting to get sexual. Ow! I'm starting to feel your sexual vibes Ow! over that, okay? I was like, I cannot believe I go through my life saying no to this most of the time. Is that? And I, I get why everyone is a thousand pounds. It's so good. Is this, is this your mindset now and is that why you got the you went to McDonald's and got the McFlurry and the fries have you punished yourself yet for eating the beignets no I haven't punished myself I I, I let it it's fine everything's fine I'm working on not feeling guilty about things when I indulge in stuff (laughs) I can't wait for next week's episode where you're hating your life Yeah, you you go to Taekwondo 19 (laughs) days in the week just to let you in yeah and I'm on a, a 14 day fast no so I don't feel bad about it but I'm like fuck I get that if that is if that's what you're raised on which is just eating processed highly palatable foods i get why it's so hard to quit because for me that's such a treat and i've i've done a great job about tormenting myself where i'm i associate it with being a bad girl that i don't want to be a bad girl i want to be a good girl so you know but there's been a lot of i don't know conditioning. why this is so sexual i don't know i i just there's so because it is there's for too, me there's so i feel this i'm telling you i feel the sexual vibes in here towards the food and nothing but the food and, and it's just so unlike you if it's not, you know, some kale. Seth, let me tell you about this. I like watching people eat like men like watching people have sex in pornographic films. I (laughs) love watching mukbangs. I love watching people do crazy cheat days. And not like fat, disgusting people. I mean, people that have been dieting four months for a bodybuilding show and then they finally get that first taste of just fucking sugar. Like you can feel the pleasure just coursing through their veins because I got the I got a lot of empathy. That's what I've told myself is that I'm a very empathetic person, so I like watching people enjoy themselves. You were getting vicarious pleasure, you know, just through the eating. That all the time. I do that all the time. It helps me like stay on the straight and narrow because I feel, I know this sounds fucking insane. I know know this sounds insane, but when I watch someone eat something that's highly palatable, I, I feel like I can taste it. And sometimes I've even caught myself ghost chewing. Okay, that's that's next level. Where someone is eating and I'm like, and I'm like, I can taste. Do you feel like that you can continue to go down this path? I think it might make you a happier person. Oh, just being like fatter, fluffier, and incorporating more sugar into my diet. No, no, no. I mean, not not fat. Listen, you work out way too much to be fat. Oh no, you can't. No, you can't. I don't think you have the metabolism. Oh, I do, motherfucker. Yeah. Here's the thing: people don't get it. You don't lose weight by working out. You lose weight by eating right. Yes, yes. I. That's it's the. I mean, yeah, working out helps, sure, and it's good for your cardiovascular health, and it can help with gaining muscle. And the more muscle you have, you know, the more calories you burn. Blah blah blah. But the crux of if you want to lose. Let me be specific. If you want to lose body fat, you should probably be watching what you're eating. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, you can't really outrun a bad diet. It's I just, hard. I just think that overall you're a healthy person to where if you did want to, you know, lean into these cravings every now and again and not, you know, live it through, you know, the people on Instagram, the bodybuilders cheat days, I think that yeah. the, I think it would balance you out. But here's the thing. I don't think that I can. I feel like it's, you know how everybody else is addicted to sugar? You know, tell a heroin addict, hey, why don't you just do heroin once a month and treat yourself? You just can't do it. So most of the time... Is sugar that addicting? Fuck yeah, dude. Feels so good. <laughs> Feels so good. For you good. or for other people? For but- everybody that has a fucking... 
fucking brain and a tongue. Sugar is amazing. Yeah, good point. I eat Reese's you know what all I mean? the time. Yeah. yeah, look at kids when you give them an ice cream. I mean, I watch those videos, too. Don't think kids are off limits what for about, me. What, that about when, uh, what about when our president eats the ice cream? Do you like that? You know what? That might be the one time where I'm just like, I don't like old old man tongue. Do you didn't know what I mean? <laughs> old man tongue is nasty. Did, didn't he announce like a possible ceasefire be, uh, between Israel and uh, Palestine the other day when he was eating an ice cream cone? Did you see that? <laughs> was that just wishful thinking? I or? don't know. I, th- I just, uh, how am I the only one seeing these political things? I think they asked him a question. He was eating an ice cream cone as usual and he mumbled something about a possible ceasefire, which I don't think has happened quite yet. But He mumbles a lot of shit, but I do remember seeing the ice cream cone. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, with old people just doesn't hit for me because okay. I'm just I'm imagining like their old you know drainage system their old colon black you know that's what you're thinking about? yeah their old colon plumbing it's just gross oh. to me I don't like watching old people like engage in shit like that but and anybody I'm under the age of 50 okay. yeah it just doesn't hit as hard but when I see you know, not just necessarily a young person but someone maybe you know under the age of 55 That'd be cool. And and very and healthy. And you like to see that. Yeah, yeah. I like watching that for some reason. So what was up with the uh so the McDonald's run that you had with the uh, and you just said fuck it. I just said fuck it. I don't want to go to jujitsu today. You haven't you haven't uh you haven't regretted that decision yet? No, I mean I went the following day. I went yesterday to jujitsu. Um Got but, my ass whooped, but also did a little ass whooping myself. There you go. Yeah, it felt good. It felt good to be back. I thought I was going to feel out of whack because I usually do after even just a weekend. Like with jujitsu, I feel like it's this balance where if you go too much, obviously you get fucked up. You just get bruised, just battered. And then you take a few days off because you need to recover. And then you come back and then you just feel like out of shape, out of sorts. So, um, but yesterday I felt fucking great felt good and okay. i'm going today too so when are you uh, when are you up for when are you up for moving to your your next level your next color belt um so the way that it works is belt changes are rare but every six months or so you get like a you get a stripe which is just a black piece of tape That's that they it? wrap around your uh, the end of your belt there's like a, a bar at the end of your belt, and then they wrap. Is a washing tape. machine safe? Uh, I do. Yeah, you got to wash that belt. It might have staff. It has germs. MRSA. It has, yeah, it's fucking gross. And staff was going around. Can I tell you something? Oh, Jesus. So staff and fucking. I would have been out of there, by the way, if that was going around. Yeah, folliculitis or whatever was going around. And I'm I'm like, that's fucking gross. So I was, you know, being careful and stuff. And then, uh, what, when was it? I think it was. It was the night before the wedding, so it was Friday night. I was in the shower, and I was, like, just scratching my butt. I was, like, <sighs> scratching. Not, like, in my butt, but, like, on the cheek. You know, I was, like, scratching my butt. <laughs> and I just thought that it was a bug bite. So I'm, like, you know what? And I, I remember they sent in an uh, email out to all the students saying, like, hey, this is going around. If your butt's just, itching, yeah, call they're call like, 911. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, just do a body check just to make sure you what don't have any fuck, fucking bumps man? and shit. Or if you have a cut, make sure you wash it immediately because you can get some a staph infection in there. And then if it gets bad enough, you can lose a limb. So you just got to be careful. So... Um, I'm scratching my butt and I'm like, all right, when I get out of the shower and I can kind of get a good glimpse of what's going on, dry off the skin, I'll take a look and you know, it's probably just a bite. Cause I get by, I'm very susceptible to bug bites. Was staff in your head when you were thinking about what the, what was on your butt? Well, I, they described what to look for in the email. So I had that on my brain, like which were red bumps. Like, so that's what I was thinking. So I get out of the shower I, I, I dry myself off and I'm like, I'm probably going to just see a bite. That's what I was expecting to see. 
and I dry off and I kind of like pull the skin on my butt and I see a bunch of red bumps. Oh, and I no. was like, fuck. Did you like, did you like stomach? Did your, did your stomach sink? Uh, I just went, well, first I took it to Google. I'm like, well, let's see what folliculitis is and what it looks like. Let me see what staph is and what it looks like. What MRSA is, which is, I think, a form of staph. L- let me see what it looks like. And I'm looking, and of course, the internet shows you the fucking worst case scenario. Well, it's like eating your these. flesh, right? Yeah, like, oh, it's, it's, like, it's like herpes all over your fucking body. I'm like, okay, well, I don't have that, but like, what does it look like when you first get it? You know, obviously, these people on the internet, on Google Images, didn't take care of themselves at the first symptom of whatever they had. And it progressed and it got really, really bad. But I was trying to look at, you know, early stages of MRSA staff, whatever. Um, and then maybe I had someone else look at it. And I was like, what does that look like to you? Does that look like staff? Uh, so I thought maybe it's folliculitis. When did I didn't you, know. Did you think about calling in Dr. Dan or not? Not yet. Dude, I fucking thought about it, and I'm like, if I send that motherfucker a picture of my butt, <laughs> I will never hear the end of it. So <laughs> I was like, That's... it did cross my mind. I'm like, should I send this to Dan? And and honestly, like, okay, this sounded weird. I did was looking at my butt, and I think I did take a picture of my butt. And then I looked at the picture, and listen, I got, I don't have like a hairy butt, but I got peach fuzz. <sighs> And then I'm like, well, he'd probably make fun of me for having a hairy butt. Doctor, I mean, I don't want to speak for Dr. Dan, but I, I do believe that he would judge you heavily for peach fuzz on your butt. Or, or, or any woman. He, would, he could tell you he would laser that peach fuzz right <laughs> off. And it's a, it's a shame that you thought that you were, were getting your skin eaten and you, you couldn't send Dr. Dan a picture. It, it is a very strange situation where your doctor Did, is no, your well, coworker could, on a radio show. Could you tell it was your butt or could you said like, hey, my thigh, I think, you know. No. Oh, it was my butt. Oh, you could tell. Okay. All you right. could see. Well, it was like a vast plane of skin where I couldn't just be like, hey, does this look like MRSA? And I wonder if people are jerking <laughs> off to these visuals that you're painting right now. Just this whole butt All check. the red bumps on my ass. So you didn't call Dr. Dan. No. So then you must have, something must have happened. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to self-medicate. I'm pretty much a doctor. You know me. I'm always like looking in the toilet and looking at my own urine to make sure I'm fully hydrated yeah, and stuff. Fair, yeah. So I know- Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, a bit about the body. So I go, well, let me just try this. Let me just throw this at it. Now, mind you, I had a wedding the next day to attend to. Oh, yeah. So I was like, can I go around with MRSA ass? Like, am I going to get everyone? <laughs> I don't want to fuck up the bride or anything. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just keep my ass under wraps. Just, you know, I'll wear some underwears and I'll wear um, some joggers and I'll just make sure that my ass, my bare ass doesn't touch anything. Is that what would have to spread to the next person? Is your actual, your where the rash actually was? Yeah, I think it's if you have a rash and then the germs, you know, they, they can move on to a mat or something. And okay. then if they have a cut or something like that, it can, it can enter the cut and... and they can be infected with it. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I put some hydrogen peroxide on it just to kind of dry it out to kill any germs. Hopefully, you know, the MRSA, whatever. I didn't know. And then I put on essentially Neosporin over that. Okay. And the- and and then the next morning I woke up and I totally forgot about my ass red bumps and I was like, oh yeah, my ass. And so I like look. And it looked like it was improving. So I'm like, I think we're good. And I looked at it last night, and it's it's very faint. You can't really see anything. I think it was just someone was rubbing up on me in jujitsu, and sometimes that can cause irritation. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, hopefully it is fading, and it's not just your mind telling you it's fading. Right. Because... <laughs> no, if I had, like, lesions that were leaky and pussy, I I, I don't even think I'd come to work. Well, if you do decide you need to send a, you know, a picture to Dr. Dan, I'm sure that Rhett or somebody could Let me see uh, if I still have, have an picture. app to take out all of the peach fuzz oh no i don't think i have it i don't think it's on my phone but it definitely lives on a phone yeah i'm sure yeah because i was concerned i didn't want oh i have the beignets i have pictures of beignets but no pictures of my pimply red ass where can you get a fucking beignet you gonna have you tried to get a beignet around here since then or no well no i haven't i don't really it's such a specialty item i feel like you got to go to nola or you know some ah, fucking french I restaurant got one from some local pizza place right here i don't know if you have yeah, to go fuck that shit i mean i don't <laughs> you know you weren't in new orleans for this beignet so. no but i mean they did it special for the wedding party yeah. With the fucking Mickey, Mickey head. Mouse ears. Yeah, that was weird, dude. I know you actually mentioned, I think we were, when we were talking about Disney on the show today and uh, talking about adults, and I you, I believe you, did somebody, you said it was weird, right? Yeah, because I know these people personally. Um, and you, but you were in their, you were in their wedding, so you must be, you guys must love each other. Yeah, we're, we're close by, so let's just say we're close by proxy. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, I gotcha. Okay, we're close by proxy, and when I first found out that they were Disney people, to me, that was like a mythical creature. I was like, there's no such thing as Disney adults. It's people who are into Disney because they're kids. Like, that's what I thought existed. And then I met these folks, and I went, oh, wow. Like, first time, like, oh, wow. you, could, you could tell... Uh- you never met Chad and Christy uh, when they were here doing the morning show for 94.9? No. The husband-wife uh, team. Christy Knight? Chris, no, no. It was oh. a, Christy Thomas. But oh. uh, they would be like people that would strike you as like they were very uh, like over-the-top nice and genuinely like, these, these might be Disney people. Like, is there, is there a were certain- they? No, they had kids. Oh, they oh, just oh, went oh, all the oh. time. I see what you're saying. I, I'm just, I'm wondering, like, when you say somebody's like a Disney person, does that mean they go or they have a certain personality? 
that you can pick out that they're a Disney person. That means that when you go into their home and you look in their nice cabinet where the fine china is, it has Mickey Mouse and Goofy on it. Okay. Okay? <laughs> That's what that means. When you look at the, the artwork on their wall, not in their kid's bedroom, but on, on, in the living room on the wall, it's a $4,000 uh, hand-drawn or painted picture of Minnie next to the Mickey equivalent on the other side of the TV. Okay. Okay. Uh, Everything from the mats to the artwork to the figurines to the seasonal decorations that they have, whether it's, you know, uh, St. Patty's Day. I just had questions. You know how I get accused of being nosy around here? Well, it doesn't just leave with me when I leave the studio. I take that shit around with me. So I saw all this stuff. And listen, I can, I usually like make fun of people for stuff, you know, you with your cards or whatever. And it it would be easy to just like make fun of them or, you know, be rude about it. And dismiss them as weirdos. Yeah. Like everything they do, I'm like, all right, well, you're a Disney person. And by Disney person, I mean, they leave the kids at home. And go to Disney themselves. Well, that might be just to save money, you know, because I will tell you, like we heard on the air today, you know, Disney is fucking expensive. I'll say this. I've gone to Disney a couple of times since I had my daughter. I don't like it for a lot of reasons. You know, if adult, you know, of course, adults were there and I'm just trying not to judge. I'm like, all right, you know, they're having a good time. Here's where I had here's where I had an issue. When the motherfuckers got in front of me and my family to meet <laughs> Minnie Mouse, like oh, when when shit. you're knocking when you're knocking kids over to meet the fucking characters, that's where I draw the line. Like George Costanza trying to get out of a, a burning house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like that's that's where that's where I had the issue. So that that's where it came up for me. Other than that, like I, I Disney people, there I, I could see how it could be a little strange, but as long as we don't think the characters are actually real people, I think I think everything else is good to go. Well, I was very intrigued by this because oh, Mike's falling. I can't, um, oh my god! Uh, I was very intrigued by this because I wanted to get into the psychology of it all. You know, you can dismiss Jeffrey Dahmer for doing what he did, but don't you kind of want to know what was going on upstairs? Um, like, how did we get here? <laughs> Not trying to compare the Disney people with Jeffrey Dahmer, but when you when you meet an anomaly of a, a person with in, with odd interests. So even with you, even though I like I hate sports and stuff, like I get it. Even though I don't, I think the car thing is kind of weird. Like I get it. The Disney thing, I don't get it. I I don't got it. I don't understand it. As in terms of like, you are an adult in your thirties and or 40s and you're going to Disneyland not just once or twice a year I mean we're talking every other weekend is it possible that they're just tapping into experiences they had there as a child and it gives them that dopamine rush that you get when you you know eat french fries or a beignet or something like that well that's what I was trying to figure out okay so the first time that I I went to their home and I saw what I saw and it's I like could you're see fucking investigator. <laughs> I saw what I saw. It was America's Most Wanted. I started looking on Netflix to see if to there's catch a documentary. A uh, yeah, so I walk in and immediately I felt like the woman was trying to convert you. Explain? Oh, okay. No, she was just like, we, you know, the kids. Da, 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 da. And um, but actually, she was pretty forthcoming about it. Like she was like, we like to go, we like to leave the kids because the kids stay with their mom, who's not her, and whatever. It's almost like t- telling people that you're a swinger. 
It's like you got to be very careful about yeah, it. Yeah, you know? so she could see. It. I'm not a very good actress when it comes to my face. My face runs away from me sometimes, and if I walk into a home, I'm like, "What the fuck?" I could say nothing, but my eyes no, and your, my your face tells the my, whole story. My mouth is agape, and I just I'm so confused, and I I don't understand, and what the fuck, and so um. I, w- I remember sitting on the couch and I go, I just, I need, I need to figure out more. And I probably spent, I would say between an hour and an hour and 15 minutes just doing a deep dive because I didn't want to, I didn't want to just hear about how frequently they go. I wanted to get to the why, not the how. I know the how, I know the what. I don't know the why. How'd you start this deep dive on the internet or just put assessing things? No, what you do is you, the, the way you get people to open up is instead of what you try to do, this is the conversion that you make, and I do this all the time. If I think someone is a freak of nature, or I think they're a fucking weirdo, you try to take that judgment and you kind of do a little meddling and you try to make the output curiosity. So going in, you're like, what a fucking weirdo. But you have to turn that into they're the most interesting and intriguing person you've ever met and you want to know more. Okay. You have to sound curious and not judgmental because if you sound judgmental, they're not going to talk. So you have to sound genuinely curious, which I am, although I am also, you know, harshly judging them as well. Very much so. Yeah. But you have to make it, you have to be a good actress and you have to sit or actor, they be actor, whatever. And you have to just sound just so curious about them and make them feel like they're the most intriguing person and just try to be like, hmm, I get it. Ask a lot of questions. Don't do a lot of talking. So you turn into basically like a reporter all of a sudden, you know. A journalist, yeah. yeah. Doing investigative journalism, exactly. And you so, want to get the hard-hitting questions, but you got to do a few softballs to build the trust. You don't want them to run away. Exactly. So you ask them a, a few basic questions. Like, oh, how, when do you go? What do you do? Da, da. And then I go, okay. I was like, help me understand, like, why do you like going so much? Because oh, here's here's the thing. <laughs> Too like, judgy. I, even <laughs> no, even the things I like to do, I I cap off. You know, I like the gym. I don't go every fucking day. <laughs> you know, I like jujitsu. I don't go every fucking day. Or if I were to go to a place, I can't imagine going to a place so much that I go every other weekend, especially when it's an hour. And, well, it could be three hours away depending on traffic from Tampa to Orlando, and then all the money you have to spend. So I go. So explain to me why you enjoy that. Because they're like, oh, you got to do this, and then you get to see this castle. And and I was like, there was a disconnect. Because I'm like, explain to me why that is fun for you. And we kind of started to I do a deeper dive. And I think that the only thing that, much like you said, is that there's this connection to childhood. Where those were really happy memories for them. But which is weird because I, too, listen, I went to Disney World one fucking time in my life. I never need to go again. And I've been to Disneyland like 50 times because well, growing up, I lived near Anaheim. You yeah. Know, what's better? Do I need to go to Disneyland? I don't, I don't, I don't fu- No, you're No, it's no, I don't think so. It's, is it smaller than Disney World? Yeah, it's much smaller, okay. but it's the, it's the OG. Uh, Disneyland came first. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I, yeah, I know the history. Yeah. yeah. So they, they make that known, California. It's real. <laughs> Listen, we're the first, even though Disney World might be b- bigger, we were the first ones, motherfucker. So, I mean, I went with dance to Disneyland because uh, I did like dance team and my mom owned a dance studio. I 
went for like Christmas parades to perform in the parades. Like cool shit. I did when I was playing the fucking French horn, we went to perform for uh no one except the parents that brought us. But it was cool. Like you went, you were like, you know, you didn't really have to Felt pay special, for shit. Yeah. yeah, you know, because they let school in or your parents paid for it and then you like got to go off on your own as a 12-year-old. Like that's pretty cool. So um, I'm good with with Disneyland and Disney World for the rest of my life, and I have a lot of great memories from there. But I don't know. I just felt like I just felt like I had a successful childhood, so I was able to appropriately leave it behind. Does that make sense? I feel like people who had shitty childhoods or maybe not the best upbringing, they're clinging on to the few good things that they can recall from that time. And they try to relive those. Whereas with me, I had a very healthy, loving upbringing. I had great memories. And when I entered into adulthood, I was ready to leave that behind. Like I did, there was, is that, does that even make sense? Uh, well, it it, do- even- it does, but it's like, you know, I went to, you know, my parents took me to a bunch of baseball games, spring training games. It's that time of year, you know, when I was a kid. And, you know, now I go, I went on Sunday with my uncle and, you know, I'll probably go to a couple others. And I wouldn't say that. I get so jacked up or I get so many memories being there, but it's like something I used to do. And it's something that like, I, I kind of like doing and I, you know, I enjoy doing it with, you know, members of my family, but I'm not like, I'm not trying to hold on to anything from my childhood at all. Right. You know, so I'm saying like, I think there's things that you can like, you can still like to do that were a part of your childhood. Um, I just don't know if, if it becomes my identity. Like, it seems like a Disney person makes it consumes you, and that's who you are. Like, you are a Disney person. I just don't think that there's anything that I could be that into that would define me. Right. Well, the difference, though, with the sports thing is that sports is kind of for everyone. It's not really geared to children or for children. It's for, I mean, I feel like it's mostly for boys and, and guys and, and men, whatever. It It's... It's not like you grow out of your sports interest. Maybe some people do. Right. But Disneyland is geared for children and people with Down syndrome. Like, that's just a fact. It is a fact that it's just, it's geared towards, you know, children. So the fact, like, it's like if but they had a merry-go-round at the fucking, you know, ballpark and you wanted to ride it as a 25-year-old man, that'd be problematic, I think. Oh God! I wish I was a twenty-five-year-old man. There was <laughs> forty-six. Whatever you are. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. I know you're forty-two. It's okay. Thank you. God, I fucking forgot what I was gonna say. But I. Oh, okay. So y- 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 we talk about that Disney's for kids. Disney's for kids. Yeah. But I mean, I, I've watched Disney movies that have come out recently. Yeah, you have a six-year-old daughter, right, and I, you watch them with her. No, I know, but that's part of it, uh, Anna. They know that they know that parents are gonna be watching these with their kids. Yeah. But you're not like, all right, good night, uh, little Sethy. I'm gonna go watch. Uh, right, I'm gonna go do Frozen. I'm gonna go do role playing as right. Mo- Moana. No, kind you don't of thing. do that. Exactly, you don't do that shit. You watch it with her. Yes, as did my father, and he enjoyed it because it brought me a lot of joy. And seeing your kid enjoy themselves is brings you joy as a parent. Great, but my dad wasn't putting me to sleep and then going to watch fucking Little Mermaid and jerking <laughs> off by himself. Yeah, right. Like, that didn't happen. Sebastian so- is a good looking crab, though. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, but I was just saying, like. I feel like when we talk about Disney's for kids, like I'm not going to, you know, it's that's a hard argument to fight. I just feel like some of the movies and some of the stuff, it's geared towards everyone. I understand. But usually, at least in my estimation, and I could be completely off base on this, is that usually you watch it as a family and it's because the kids can get a kick out of it. And also the parents aren't bothered by it as well. Did but, they have did they have Disney in their vows? Did they mention any characters? You said this with the Disney people when they got married. I will show you the sand art behind them. 
Oh no. Okay. They it was beach wedding. There were there so, was a configuration of Mickey and with and Minnie. sand. I'll sh- I'll fucking show well, it to you. How do they keep it from not blowing over? Like uh, uh, I'll ju- I'll just fucking sh- I'm, I'll okay. just fucking show it to you. I'm just fascinated by uh, by sand creatures. Yes, you know? it it's- was um it was interesting. Okay, and at the at the reception, you know they have all the tables, the dance floor in the middle, and the the newlyweds in in the center, and behind them was a backdrop of them at Disney. No, the Magic Kingdom, the the, ca- the fucking castle, bro. <laughs> they didn't have, and they couldn't get any fucking characters to come by, like Donald. They Duck wanted or- to have it at Disney World, and you can't. Well, it's expensive, I guess. Oh, they were okay. on a budget, but oh. on a budget, yeah. So, but uh, there were lots of Disney themed uh, everything. Well, so at least it had a theme. That's nice. Um, it seems like you were definitely weirded out the whole time, but you were being a good sport. So I, I was. I, I liked picking up on all the the Disney nuances. Because listen, e- as weird as I find it for adults, I find it even more weird for like male adults. You know, I, women. I don't want to say. There is a guy, I remember doing a- It's just weird for an adult man to be so into Disney. I just remember doing, I remember doing a story when I was on Drew's show where it was a guy and he had been to Disney like every single day, Disneyland every single day for like- 30 years or something. Is it like Ryan that. Adams? <laughs> no, just, he, he just, he couldn't get enough of it. And, you know, I, I know you want to start, you know, looking at those people and calling them pervs and weirdos and stuff right away. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's kind of like how a lot of people look at homeless people and they're like, oh, this guy's, you know, drunk and, you know, they're addicted to something. And it's yeah. like, 10% of them have like a legit story of why they ended up there. Yeah. Maybe there's like a legit story for Disney people of like the real solid, hardworking, non-pedophilia Americans that just want to go have a good time with this a small world after all. At least with the pedophiles it would make sense. Uh, like what? at least, because then it's not that they're really into Disney, they're into fucking kids and that's where the kids are, Disney. You're, so that would make sense. But it's almost even <laughs> even more perverse when they're not pedophiles oh, and no. they just actually enjoy Disney for Disney. That to me is actually more concerning. Wow. All right. That's uh is that a bold statement? <laughs> that just yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and let you let that one just hang out there. Yeah, okay. I, I, under, I, I, you have a passion for Disney people. And I just don't get it. You spent a lot of time thinking about it. it, and yeah, you you've been around them recently, and yeah, you know, like I said, my only issue with them is when they're knocking kids out of fucking out of the way, you know, to go to go meet Minnie Mouse. Okay, yeah, Minnie's only got a fucking thirty minute window, basically the whole day, people. Okay, so I mean, when you start adding, you know, all getting involved, like it's gonna knock us back. Okay. And I try to get everything done in the first two hours because the longer you're there, the more likely you are to get a divorce from your family. That's my take on Disney. Yeah. Well, I'll second that then. Thank you. I will second that. But yeah, it was uh, it was a bizarre thing to see, and I still don't fully get it. And I think, not that I'm trying to be hateful. It's not that I'm hateful about it. And yes, I am judgmental, but it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense when you meet, especially an adult man, and they... Like they like the rides, they like the atmosphere, they just like it so much so that their kids are actually a burden on them, <laughs> and they can actually enjoy it more when the kids aren't what there. What if it was like someone that really loved the fair? Like, and they they left their kids at home and they went to the fair every single year and they fucking loved it because they used to go to the fair when they were teenagers. Is the fair in <laughs> it's, Disney? It's it, it's 
related but different because with Disney, there's this like fantastical element to it, right? Kind of like a Santa Claus. Like if you met, if you legit met an adult who believed in Santa Claus, you'd be like, okay, you're fucking insane or, you know, a little slow or something. (laughs) It's the same thing. There's like this element of fantasy and like fairies and magic carpets. Like it's, it's for kids. And That's the, why it's weird. And at, at fairs and stuff, it's, you know, more about the chance it's that... It's about fucking winning and gambling and being a fat ass. Like, adults like that stuff, too. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you win prizes, you... Get a fish. Yeah, you do rides. It goes really fast and upside down. You might die because the carny is on fucking fentanyl and <laughs> can't control the ride. Like, I get the, the sense of risk. The carnies do the best they can, but sometimes that equipment is just broken down, you know? What are they supposed to fucking do? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I, I kind of get that. I don't. I just don't think it's the same thing. And but but I guess it's hard to know because there's not a fair that's open twenty four seven. You know, you know year round. How about this? How about I find us a Disney person to talk to next week on the podcast? I would love that. But you have to find a legit person, not no. someone that goes with their no. family. Come on, you know I'm not going to get it. I wouldn't get some job around here. I would find I would find somebody that's been in the news, like they told you about that guy from years ago that went yeah. every day. I would find somebody like that, get them on. I would tell them that you know I love them, I believe in them. I'm a big Disney person, and I'll be like you know the host of the podcast. She's got a lot of questions, so and then you know hopefully I can find somebody in between now and then. That'd be great. I would love to do a little uh, yeah. psycho- psychological evaluation on these people. I could tell if you. I, may. I could tell you your evaluation from the weekend is inconclusive so i feel like you need to invest I need more yeah you need more information and uh maybe i'd like to provide that for you i appreciate that seth i'm here for you appreciate you thank you well that was two live you folks and well if you're a disney person yourself just hit me up also that'd be much easier <laughs> <laughs> please contact seth i have so many so many questions it just it just doesn't make sense to me if you could find a guy that would be that would be better because women i can kind of like they like being in a princess and shit like that but like with guys it's just I just don't get it I got you I just don't get it I'll get you a Disney man Disney guy Disney boy alright thank you guys for listening we'll see you tomorrow Seth thank you for your time bye thank you good job alright fantastic goodbye